Welcome to the Fromm Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric Fromm and some encouragement for your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane. And I am super happy to have you for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. What is going on? How are you? I hope you're doing well and everything is great in your part of the world. This week, we have been talking about joy, happiness, and what From calls our human powers. I find these very, very interesting. Yesterday, we talked about happiness and how it is related to our ability to experience ourselves in the world. And today we're going to make the connection between joy and productivity. All right, so I'm going to start by reading to you from a book called The Essential From. It is a compilation of writings by Eric From. It was edited by Rainier Funk, edited and compiled by Rainier Funk. All right, so... Fromm says, only inner productivity is accompanied by joy. External productivity, i.e. making something, does not bring joy. So here he is drawing a a contrast between inner productivity and external productivity. He would not say that there's only one... um, category of productivity. He would say that there are two, that there is inner productivity and there's external productivity. When I think about how we think of the word productivity and the definition of that word, um, I think about um, like hustle culture and eight hours of you know, draining work in front of a computer or, you know, six hours or half a day or 14 hours um, of manual labor or um, hours of work towards creating or making some type of physical product service or now uh, in these days something online um, like a podcast or writing a book or something like that. So, uh, That's what I think about. I wonder what you think about when we say the phrase productivity. Um, He would call what we define um, productivity, he would call it external productivity. And he says that external productivity does not bring joy. He says that the only thing that does bring joy is an inner productivity. What might he be meaning by this inner productivity? Well, we're going to dive a little deeper into that today. Um, But my interpretation from reading from is that inner productivity is not necessarily something that can be seen with the eye. Uh, For example, um, reading a book. When someone is reading a book, uh, some people might say, well, that's not very productive because they can't see any result of what's happening. However, I think Fromm would say that that is very productive because there's something going on on the inside of the person while they're reading. There's something happening. Um, and I think one of the things that we focus on in education today is an external productivity Um, you know, 
being able to see it on paper. And I think if we gave a little bit more value to inner productivity, I think we'd see a higher um, love of learning in our kids and less spite for for school. Um, I would say another example of something that is actually very productive um, and he would consider inner productivity would be meditation. Again, you don't see much um, with the eyes of coming out of that, but that doesn't mean that it's not um, bringing value. The other thing I would say is sleep. Sleep is something that I have really not valued most of my life, but since I started to really grow as a person in a mental and emotional way in therapy, I have found it to be so important and valuable to my life. So um, I sleep. I think sleep is something that he would uh, categorize maybe that way. Um, I think we underestimate the value of sleep because the, the value of the productivity of sleep because our body is doing a lot while we sleep. That's really necessary. So he's saying only inner productivity is accompanied by joy. So when we do things that um, involve or require effort um, being engaged from the core of our being, he's saying those are the things that cause us joy. External productivity, i.e. making something, does not bring joy. On the contrary, indeed, this is the tragedy, namely, that man makes many things, goods, machines, but does not experience any joy in doing so. I mean, this makes me think of like people who work on um, like in production, on like conveyor belts, and they are in charge of like putting like the leg on the table over and over and over and over again. Um, most people who work in a factory like that, they're not happy. They're actually really unhappy. And um, we've talked a little bit about that on the main podcast, Rethink Humanity, in past episodes. He says, but does not experience any joy in doing so, but quite to the contrary, he feels like a prisoner. And I wonder if you might be able to relate to this. I wonder if your day-to-day life might bring feelings of being trapped or locked in. Um, I'm thinking particularly of your job, of your work. Um, I'm wondering if you're feeling joy in your whatever efforts that you make on a daily basis um, to make things or to aid in the, the system of production and consumption. And I think many people would say uh, that they you know, don't feel joy in it. I think that's why there's all this passive, um, you know, passive aggressive anger towards our jobs. We really hate our jobs. We wouldn't do them if we didn't have to, right? I think that's quite clear. So something that's quite interesting, but I think, you know, on the negative side, we have, you know, the external productivity. Internal productivity is quite um, pleasant. And it seems like based on all the bill of goods we've been sold by marketing and media that, oh, we'll feel a lot better if we do things 
that give an external product um, or bring some type of external productivity. Um, but I think one of the things that I'm learning is when I do these things that are that from would consider to be things that bring inner productivity. I actually am really happy, like painting, like I'm really enjoying that. Okay, so I want to read uh, one more paragraph from from this is from from dash online.org. It's F R O M M dash O N L I N E dot O R G for anybody that wants to check that out. There's a lot of quotes and information about from on here. So he says, the productive orientation of personality refers to a fundamental attitude, a mode of relatedness in all realms of human experience. It covers physical, mental, emotional, and sensory responses to others, to oneself, and to things. So if we're in a pr productive orientation, we are um, relating to things mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, and a sensory level. And we're relating to those things that are outside of us, to ourselves, to things, to others. Productiveness, he goes on, is man's ability to use his powers and to realize the potentialities inherent in him. Saying he uses his powers implies that he must be free and not dependent on someone who controls his powers. It implies, furthermore, that he is guided by reason, since he can make use of his powers only if he knows what they are, how to use them, and what to use them for. Productiveness means that he experiences himself as the embodiment of his powers, as the actor, that he feels himself as the subject of his powers. I like this phrase. Uh, I think what Frome is trying to get across here is that the person who is being productive is doing things from a place of real, true, authentic uh, desire, motivation, internal motivation, because they actually want to do it, because that person actually wants to do it. Um, let's see, that he is not alienated from his powers i.e. that they are not masked from him and transferred to an idolized object, person, or institution. Another way of describing productiveness is to say that the productive person animates that which he touches. Again, that's from fromonline.org. So, uh, good stuff today. I really love this productivity definition, and I wonder how you feel about it. Um, if you agree, if you disagree, if you think maybe um, Frome is way off, I don't know. I'm curious. Um, but uh, as I close and get ready to finish this episode, I kind of want to um, talk to you again about self-compassion. We talked about it yesterday. And um, it's kind of one of the tools I feel like I keep in my tool chest and use when necessary um, that are really powerful. And some people might be like, okay, well, why? Why do we need to be compassionate to ourselves? Like, why? Well, I would say the best reason is because we're human. We're humans, guys. We're humans. Humans make mistakes. 
we could say it that way. We could say it. Humans do things that might cause hurt or pain to themselves, to other people. And that's just part of being a human. That's just who we are. We can't avoid it. And it's really silly to try to avoid it. Um, contrary to the message that society sends us, we are not machines that function properly all the time without hiccups or trip ups. We are humans. And um, the fact that our society tells us that we just should be able to do everything perfectly all the time, that's just evidence of how much we have forgotten uh, who we really are in the midst of this me mechanistic capitalism-driven society. Um, so we have to know that it's perfectly normal and natural and healthy to have compassion for ourselves. Why? Because we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that we kind of, looking back, might not have done. Um, and really, this is the process of learning and growing and and this is how we move on from situations that might not have been the most fruitful for us, um, but allow them to provide us with more information so that in the future we can enjoy um, the most fruitful path forward. Um, and showing compassion to ourselves, um, it's, it's the number one quickest way to, to bounce back based on my experience. Beating myself up really hasn't hasn't done me much good. So I want to invite you to give it a try um, and see how it works. Um, one of the ways that I do it is I'll just, when I start to feel upset with myself, sometimes I just take a deep breath and I'll just say to myself, it's okay, Lacey, you're a human. Of course you made a mistake. Uh, you can learn from this and move forward. So hopefully that's helpful for you all. I will share a personal story about this on Friday's episode, so I hope you'll join me for that. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out FromDaily.com. That's From with two M's. F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y dot C-O-M. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group, hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time live. Weekly Substack chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, are open to free and paid subscribers alike. Let's see each other there. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow, and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are in your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process, in the process of growth, and that's what counts. Yeah. I'm Lacey Delane, signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.